Hello and welcome. My name is Roger Quayle, and you are listening to My Life in the Mosh of Ghosts. Hello and welcome back to My Life in the Mosh of Ghosts. My name is Roger Quayle and thank you for joining me. This is Gig 13 and I'm going to be telling you about a Sheffield band called The Stunt Kites. The Stunt Kites played punk rock and some people say they are the best punk rock band that Sheffield ever produced. The Stunt Kites only recorded a handful of demos and made one or two official releases. But as a live band, the Stunt Kites would either soar or crash and burn, depending on their mood and the circumstances. Future episodes of this podcast will come back to the Stunt Kites, but today's episode is about their first gig. So with a brisk one, two, three, four, here we go with the Stunt Kites at St Cuthbert's Church Hall in Furvale, Sheffield, on the 25th of November, 1978. A drab, grey plastic mould chair, scuffed black metal legs akimbo, spins through the air above the ready-robbed tobacco floor, an unhinged Apollo lunar lander in search of its own sea of tranquility. Its graceful arc ends with a rude clatter, another voice adding to the untrammeled cacophony around me. I'm picking up bad vibrations. It's giving me palpitations. And we're not in a nightclub in the city. We're in a modest church hall in the suburbs. And the Stunt Kite's first public performance is ending in a riot. Rewind to three months earlier. We are the warriors at the the edge of time. time. We are are humanity's side to speak this way and that. Robert Calvert intones Michael Moorcock's incantation, his electronically treated voice becoming more metallic with each sentence, rushing towards a splenetic climax. We are the betrayed! betrayed. We are the betrayed! We are the betrayed! Then they smash them all to bits! Laughter breaks the spell. Steve Chapman's Cadbury smash robot impression, reducing his guests to crumpled cackles. There's a small gang of us at Steve's house on the Crabtree estate. Lost in the small hours of an August morning. Vinner, Wilma, Lango, John Allen and myself are listening to Hawkwind's Warrior on the Edge of Time and the first Motorhead album. Rizzler Papers and Golden Virginia Rolling Backy are strewn across the fold-out shield in the Hawkwind gatefold sleeve. The conversation is fuelled by nothing stronger than Lemmy, Lager and the lust for independence that comes with the novelty of freedom from parental control. On the coffee table is a handsome book of punk rock fashion. The preface is an old Icelandic proverb. Each man loves the smell of his own farts. This strikes 17-year-old me as being incredibly profound and wise. The shrill tinkle of the doorbell pierces the convivial fog. 
Steve traipses off to see who it is. Two fresh-faced police officers enter the living room. Motorhead stall. Now then, lads, what's going on here then? Nothing, officer. We're just having a few cans and a bit of music and chat. We've had a complaint about the noise. Turn it down, all right? We don't want to be coming back again. All right, Chief. No problem. Straight away. South Yorkshire Constabulary's finest return to the mean streets of Page Hall. And Lemmy is replaced on the stereo by the new Rich Kids single. This softest brush with the law is just a fresh strand to be woven into our teenage tapestry. School friends Steve Chapman and John Allen have just formed a punk band called The Stunt Kites. John joined our class of Firth Park Comprehensive a couple of years earlier, and it was immediately apparent that he was different to the rest of us. His uniform was immaculate, his school tie worn at the normal adult's length, unlike the chin-grazing stubby sausage roll favoured by the male majority. John carried a brown leather satchel, Everyone else had Adidas or Gola kit bags. The clincher, however, was his accent. No one else round here spoke with received pronunciation, apart from Mr Holmes, the physics teacher, who was at least 60. In short, we all thought John was posh. As it turned out, he was very good company when we got to know him. Intelligent, with a dry wit and blessed with a fine sense of the absurd, which fitted in well with our gang's Pythonesque outlook on life. Spiky-haired Steve Chapman is a wicked mimic, with a sense of humour to match. He has aquiline good looks, and a penchant for chef's jackets and winkle pickers. Steve also has cooler taste in music than most. The first time I hear Kraftwerk's Trans-Europe Express, and the first Velvet Underground album, They are his records. He is also a major Hawkwind and Motorhead fan. Meeting one night at the Penthouse Club, one of the few punk venues in Sheffield before the limit opens, they decide to form a band. John will sing and Steve will play guitar. They write some songs together, but don't have anywhere to practice or a rhythm section to fill out their sound. Vinner and I offer to help. Sometimes we play at Vinner's, other times we play at Timbo's house. One of the lads assumes the Glenn Matlock bassman role, they're both just too musical to be Sid Vicious, with me doing my Paul Cook impression on drums. We mostly play Sex Pistols songs, or one of John and Steve's own compositions, Suburbia, Made in Hong Kong, Fool's Paradise, or Dead Boys. This music is so much fun to play. Why have we been torturing ourselves learning all the dovetail sections to bloody band on the run when careening through bodies, screaming like stukas at the top of our lungs is clearly the most joyful thing you could ever wish to do? My friend Brent is also learning to play the drums. I'm trying to help and encourage him, though I'm possibly the worst teacher he could have. I can stumble along in an urgent 4-4 clatter, but the onset of every drum roll around the kit is an adventure from which I may never return. 
Happily, punky playing emphasises the mental in rudimental, and soon he's mastered a primitive pommel inspired by the Duracell bunny and bingo from the banana splits. Twelve months my junior, Brent is in the same year as two other lads, Nigel Renshaw and Mick Greening. They have a putative punk band called The Surgeons. As a friend of both camps, I can see how joining forces could be mutually beneficial. Two fledgling groups playing punk rock in the same school. The stunt kites need a rhythm section. The surgeons need a frontman and songs. Despite some initial misgivings, the two bands join forces under the undeniably marvellous Stunt Kites moniker. Their first gig is on Wednesday the 4th of October at the Gateway Club, a meeting place for people with learning disabilities near Norfolk Park. Vinner, myself and most of our equipment accompany them. The enlightened, sympathetic term, people with special needs, is still some years away from coinage. Through our teenage eyes, these folks are backward, mentally handicapped, or worse. Theirs is a closed world, and the reception the band gets from everyone at the club, carers and cared for alike, is warm and welcoming. This is loud, shouty, bold music. The drums thump and the guitars clang, and everyone has a good time jumping around. John Allen is treated as if he was Freddie Mercury. Encouraged, the first Stunt Kite's public performance takes place at St Cuthbert's Church Hall in Furvale the following month. We know the caretaker, having played there earlier in the year. There's no bar, so the off-licence across the road does a roaring trade in cans. Steve Chapman is bewitched by the comely victualler of the premises, his very own Venus in Fur Vale. What the stunt kites lack in originality, they make up for with sheer enthusiasm. Nigel Renshaw's blatant Steve Jones copying yobbo power chords do battle with Steve's more banshee-esque chop-chop rhythms. A malevolent mesh of cheap electric guitars engorged by the battered black beehives of amplification behind them. Meanwhile, Mick Greening and Brent pound out a basic lurkers-like backbeat, an unhindered battering ram of spit, spunk and bile. In front of this, the normally polite, bookish, erudite model pupil John Allen has transformed himself into Sheffield's very own Johnny Rotten, hectoring, withering and wailing dropping his H's like a demented Eliza Doolittle in reverse, a sinewy Caesar and his belligerent legion. It's their first proper gig, and much like the homebrew that mad Uncle Jack has festering under the stairs, the stunt kites are undeniably potent, but not necessarily something you would want to drink more than a thimble of. Nonetheless, they are going down a treat with the crowd, mostly a mixture of school friends, the bored and the curious, plus some young punks and a smattering of skinheads and teddy boys. Put these three tribes together with no security and you have a cocktail for aggravation that needs little shaking or stirring. Someone kicks the padlock off the door to the kitchen and suddenly the sound of smashing plates is a ceramic counterpoint to the defiant drone from the stage. A truculent ruckus ensues. 
Heineken cans howitzer towards the stage. Chairs fly like part-dissected spiders, and I fear for our gear, which the sunk kites have borrowed. I haven't been this scared since some West Ham fans rushed into the United end at Bramall Lane. The caretaker arrives with adult backup. Things simmer down. The gig finishes. And the crowd disappears into the November night. The wave of violence recedes as quickly as it rushed in, leaving only crushed cans and cracked cups on its sigbut-strewn shore. Plates, china and tectonic shift that night. In a city where synths and drum machines rub up uneasily against the club turns and heavy metal, the stunt kites have started their own little youth quake. Pure punk for teenage tearaways who were too young for the initial impact of the new wave. Tonight might have only registered a jelly mould quiver on the Richter scale in the suburbs of North Sheffield but the repercussions will rumble on in South Yorkshire for years to come. You have been listening to My Life in the Mosh of Ghosts with your host, Roger Quayle. This episode is dedicated to the memory of Steve Chapman, who died in 2008. Thanks for listening. See you again next time. All the best. Bye-bye.